You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back in uh, to BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth with you until noon Eastern time, just like we are every single weekday. Aaron's on Twitter, at Aaron Hawksworth. I'm at Joe Ostrowski. The show, at BetQL Daily. Subscribe to the podcast. You can also watch us on Twitch under BetQL Daily, twitch.com backslash BetQL Daily. So usually uh, Wednesday, Thursday, we like to play a little something called Joe Knows. I don't know. I don't know why people just basically send in your sports betting questions and we'll see if we can well, help you're you the, out a little You're bit. the sharpest on the show, so we like to get advice that. from you. I don't know. No, it, it does lead us into other conversations we wouldn't otherwise have. So I do always enjoy it. What is on some people's minds? And sometimes it's on a specific bet. Sometimes it's on hedging, stuff like that. What? what something sometimes we go head. off the board and Joe knows as well. Like, did you ever get favorite. a Jeep? Oh man, no! All right, I might go buy a car tomorrow. I decided really today. I don't wow. know. Dude, People that know more exciting. about this market are like, "Don't buy a car, please don't." The market is just so off. Buy yours until it. Comp- I mean, drive yours until it completely dies. And I understand that because everything is so overpriced right now. So, I'm, mm. but I really want a different car. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Bongwater B says, "Don't buy a car if that means anything." Yeah. Yeah. See. I mean, I always, I hey, might just tell on the flip like side, that. you're saving money, you know, but I get it. You want, you want something and yeah. can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> well, and it's like the market has been messed up for years now. Like, am I ever going to get a car? And is there That's any true. end in sight? Is it ever going to be right on? <laughs> is the car market ever going to come back? How many years until that happens? So I don't, I don't know. I might just tell my wife, listen, Bong water be said that we should hold off so we should probably hold off if Bongwater b says so uh he also wants to know if you learned how to squat and deadlift properly yesterday <laughs> i enjoyed that conversation with pamela Maldonado. i did too i've been you are right you know me well by now because i've been dying to talk to her about fitness and i don't want to waste her time when she comes on, we want to like get all her picks and everything, but it is Which something I've been dying to ask her. Yeah, exactly. She no, motivated are- me. She's she's a beast. Super smart, super talented, athletic. She's training. I cannot wait to follow her journey when she said she's going to be competing again in the spring. Mm-hmm. I know a lot goes into that. It's, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, I'm sure I, I know she's preparing for it, but I'm sure it's it's hard during college football season when oh, yeah. between college and NFL, that's so much of her work over Just at Yahoo. Just eat egg whites and broccoli every day. God, I can't. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I mean, like, I could do that for a meal, but then I'm, like, over it by the end of the day. Like, I ate nothing <laughs> but chicken and broccoli for two weeks straight once and lost 20 pounds, but, like, at the I was putting like Frank's hot sauce on it just to get the chicken down by the end of it. I was just like, I cannot do this. Every meal, chicken and broccoli. Yeah. So the calories. I was dating like a bodybuilder guy at the time. (laughs) So it seemed like a good idea. It worked. I lost a lot of weight, but you know, can't sustain that type of diet for long. No, that's not a lifestyle. So afterwards, how was it? immediate did it pack back on or you able to keep that off no i was also a lot younger it was shortly after college Mm -hmm. so 
yeah. it, I, it stayed off, but it was brutal sticking to it. Yeah. Chicken and broccoli every meal. That had to be less than a thousand calories a day, right? Yeah. Even if you're Plus eating a working ton. out. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, at this I don't stage, think I could like, work and like do this show because I'd be like, huh? What's going on? Who's playing? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're not eating quiche. <laughs> Costco quiche. There you go. I'll have to check that out. All right, let's uh, let's start off with some Joe knows. And the first thing I see on the docket here is uh, Paul says he has a question. I don't know if it's a question from Paul or or one that was sent in on the Detroit Lions. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was. It's kind of in the spirit of our round robin kick we went on a little bit yesterday. Um, yes, I've, yes, I've moved rooms again. Thanks for asking. Um, but <laughs> the wall looks the same. Well, no, this is from yesterday. Instead of like segment. outfit oh, okay. wardrobe changes, Paul likes to just change rooms. That's his thing. Yeah, I'm just doing it for our Twitch audience. <laughs> <They've noticed laughs> it. Yeah, um, you have. So I like your bits. You have good bits. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I've learned from the best. You've best never said that to business. me once, and now I'm offended. <laughs> you don't change rooms. Like He has the most random bits. That's what, that's what makes it entertaining. At least now he died. I mean, need <laughs> I say more? Navi died. <laughs> I also saw, I actually saw a TikTok. I got a TikTok sent to me that was like people doing, please feed the dog to Felice Navidad after they listened to the segment. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> Um, Can we get the audio for the show? Is a great thing that I never would have seen I coming. Am, yeah, it, I am not on TikTok. Let's make that clear. It was sent to me. I, I, I need to like, see Paul dancing on TikTok. That's what I. I, I no, Jake, no one I, needs to see that. I, just, I had the same reaction mentally. I'm like, wait a second. Paul's on TikTok, and then I quickly realized we see TikTok videos on Twitter all the time. So it was probably something yeah. that was sent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, oh, so I was going to ask you, so, like, if Jared Goff, let's say I love the Lions this weekend, and, like, this is not an every week thing. It was just something that kind of came to my mind. It's a probably, it's not a sharp play by any means, but a team like the Lions, let's say Goff is in. It's a seven-point spread. Like, that, in my mind, there's no way, whether it's Tim Boyle or Jared Goff, it should not be seven. I'll be on the Lions plus seven. But the idea of, like, okay, you take the Lions – plus seven, let's say two units. And then you take the alternate line plus three and a half for like what, plus, I don't know, 140, 135 for a half unit. Money line, you know, half a unit, quarter unit. Minus one and a half on the other side. Like kind of scaling bets like that if you love a game like that where, you know, again, Seahawks, trash team. But instead of just doing the money line, kind of scale it from the seven a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So, like, again, if it lands on like plus six, you don't want your you want to lose money when you're the right handicap on the plus seven, but just trying to escalate your your gains on something like that. If I would do that, or do I? Is this something I never even consider doing? It's yeah. always the debate of do, how much of in a situation like this, how much is going on the money line? Am I going money line? If I go money line, am I going to do them in some sort of a money line or dog parlay for the week? And, and then in contest, line up the Lions in the spot with all the points, and I'm, and I'm hoping that I'm getting at least a touchdown. Right. If golf's not in, are we right. going it back? It goes out the window. But, oh, it goes out. 
Okay. Well, the, where's the I like number the seven going? still. Where's the number? It goes going? off seven. I mean, yes. I know it opened at nine. I guess really. I guess you're. It's a fair question because who in the right mind is betting on Seattle laying more than a touchdown? Right. But the market had it there at the beginning. They had it there in the look ahead. I never even saw that number, but yeah, that's. I mean, after the fact, I read that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, some people are going to take a look at that the Lions are 0-7 and one on the road. But look what they've done recently too. Last seven games, they're six and one against the spread. Six and one, and in those that same stretch, uh, Seattle's been terrible. So, I mean, everything about the Lions it sounds strange to say, but it's trending up. They had the tie recently, they had the two wins, and they had a few close games. It's crazy. And one of those games, they didn't even have Goff. I don't know. I have no idea if he's going to be back. I have no idea how this knee is. I thought it was all COVID-related. Yeah, same. I did too, and then he didn't practice yesterday. So, you know, that's something to keep an eye on, but we'll discuss tomorrow as well. We'll see if he practices today. But, no, there's there's another question we got to get to from one of our viewers. So, Yes. Uh, you want me to hit this one? Yeah, you take us through it. All right, this is from uh, on Twitter at bnoobs16. He actually got kicked out the other day uh, with the Chargers, just like I did in the survivor pool. So, sent him a good, Yikes. good, good lump sum. But I know he was hoping that it was going to be a lot more. Uh, he said this one. Uh, he said this might be a silly one, but I always hear you guys talking about, for example, a line being at plus seven and saying you don't want to bet it at plus seven, but you're in at plus seven and a half, or vice versa. You don't want it at minus seven, but you will at minus six and a half. Obviously, I understand the plus seven and a half is a better number compared to plus seven, and seven is a key number, but if you're not going to get that plus seven and a half, why not still bet it at plus seven? If the game lands seven, it's a push, so isn't it worth putting your bet in at plus seven if that's the best number you're getting? I... I was trying to think about it. Have we discussed that, Paul, in, in this specific spot, not not taking a game at plus seven or minus seven? We absolutely have. Like we said, oh, we like okay. it at three. or We like it at three, not three and a half. Or we like it at two and a half, not three. We like it at six and a half, not seven. Or we like it at seven and a half, not seven. And I kind of agree. Was it Brandon with Brandon here? Yes. Or I, I'm interested to hear your case because I, I kind of have a similar thinking on it. It's like, okay, well – like especially for the contest, I mean, let me I know think if the contest is different. Okay. Yes, I I I think that's uh, probably where he picked up the conversation. When in our mind we were talking about playing a contest, and when we're playing in, for example, the circuit contest, we're looking for wins. We don't want pushes. So that that's our thinking there. Minus seven, plus seven. Maybe we wanted to steer away from it because part of it is not loving it at that specific number, but the other part is. Uh, in a single bet, yeah, a push is not the worst thing in the world. I have no problem with it. I do know people that are like, listen, I don't want to push. I want a win or a loss. I think that's nuts. I think it's hilarious too. But we want wins. We want one full point as compared to a half a point. So that we should probably be more clear about that. But as far as betting games, uh, he's right. Being on the key number isn't the worst thing in the world because we are talking about a push. You always want the best of the number, but uh, we should probably specify that a bit more. I think. Yeah. That's a good point to bring up. What did you find any interesting data on how NFL games have landed in recent seasons? 
So, yeah, so pretty quick here. But over the last six years, since they've moved the extra point back, and obviously teams are going for two a little bit more. So seven and three are still your key numbers. But a number like five has ticked up like a full percentage point. I think it's 1.31% because situation where a team, you know, goes ahead by five late in the game, they're going to go for two. And if they don't get it, it lends to more fives landing on the board. Five. That's a that's a number that nobody ever considered it's in the past. Dead number, yeah. Complete that you still hear, hear that come up all the time. So that's going to be interesting, especially now and moving forward. Those secondary key numbers, like how, meaning three and seven, aren't as key as they once were. So that's going to be interesting uh, to keep an eye on. Joe Strasky, Aaron Hawksworth, that's Paul Aspen. We're hanging out. This is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, what do you do in NFL Survivor? What about chopping it? Is it time to chop or are you letting it ride? We'll talk about some specific scenarios and uh, what you should consider and continue to go over week 17 in the NFL. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.